Don't raise your hands, but I want you to think in your head. How many of you know an overweight priest? How many of you know someone who might be a workaholic? How many of you know an addict or an alcoholic? Unfortunately, all these realities exist among the laity and the clergy. Life is beautiful, but with that beauty comes stress, which not everyone handles in the best of ways. In an attempt to serve the people of God that their bishop gave them charge over, many priests, through a multitude of circumstances, have let the demands of their parish and the pace of life develop in them bad habits that turn into bad lifestyles. And they are not alone. Obesity is at an all-time high in our country. Alcohol consumption and binge drinking are being reported at higher rates than ever. And divorce rates have been high for a while. Humanity as a whole has felt the effects of higher levels of stress due to the demands of life. When one is in formation for the priesthood, it is six years of intense personal focus and self-correction. Many vices are routed out of the man's life, but it seems that one of the only acceptable vices left in polite society among both clergy and the laity is overeating. No one would begrudge a priest going out to a nice meal every now and then, because after all, Father works very hard, and you know what? He deserves this. The problem comes when that one big meal is repeated either every day or multiple times a day for multiple years. Anyone, including priests, can start to use food as their go-to drug to deal with stress. Does the priest eat when he is tired? Does he eat when he is sad? How about when he's lonely, stressed, overworked, underappreciated? He eats and eats and eats. And before you know it, the priest is a diabetic. He's obese, and he never exercises because he believes that the little energy he does have could be better spent in the office doing one more piece of work instead of taking a walk or using his gym membership. And now Father just gets winded walking up the three stairs from the floor to the altar all because he never learned years ago how to cope with the stress of work in a positive manner. Which is to say, if the priest had made some self-sacrificial decisions and hard choices earlier in his life, he wouldn't have to deal with a life of poor health decisions. If he had learned to be a better steward of the gifts that God had given him, namely, in this case, his health, he could be more energetic live a longer life, and be more a well-rounded person instead of just a round person. A friend of mine who is still in seminary told me that this past summer they had a priest come stay at their rectory for a while. This rectory is on the beach in Delaware, and my friend said that the priest that came to visit was 79 years old but looked like he was barely 40, and in the mornings would walk down to the beach and swim a few miles before breakfast and then go about his day. This priest clearly made the hard choices early in life in an effort to stay healthy and now enjoys those benefits as he becomes an octogenarian. 
So why am I telling you all of this? Because St. Joseph's is at one of those hard decision-making points right now. We are currently in a parish model that is unsustainable because it was set up when the circumstances of our parish were much different from what they are today. For example, the current Mass schedule was implemented back when the Redemptorists were in charge of the parish and when there were just more priests available to say multiple Masses. The current Mass schedule is difficult for two priests to sustain on a long-term basis. Furthermore, it doesn't use our financial resources efficiently, it separates the parish into different worshipping factions, and it does not allow for one priest to cover all of the Masses should there be an emergency for Monsignor or myself. And in your own lives, you know how hard it is to be pulled in many different directions. When one child or grandchild has swim practice, another has soccer, and a third has jujitsu, you know what it's like to be run ragged, even if you don't have children. We are extremely lucky that Monsignor has been able to work two years past the diocesan retirement age of 70. He is in good health right now, praise God, and he desires to keep working. But the current schedule is hard on him, though he will never admit it to you. He has served the Lord and the diocese with distinction for many decades, and he just shouldn't have to work as hard as a newly ordained parochial vicar. While I am just a few years younger than Monsignor, the current schedule is challenging for me to sustain as well. I pray God that I can be a vibrant, young-at-heart priest in 50 years, still bringing souls to Jesus. But the only way that this will happen is if choices are made now to ensure that I don't get burned out in my first few years. It may seem like it shouldn't be that hard to say three Masses on the weekend, but it isn't as simple as that. Besides the three Masses on a weekend, there are confessions, weddings, baptisms, funerals, sick calls, and emergencies that the priest has to take care of. While most of our parish family is able to enjoy Saturday and Sunday as days of rest, these are the two busiest days in the week of a priest. So a reduction in masses, even just by one, would be a significant help to Monsignor and me in living our priesthood in such a way that will be able to serve you in a healthy way for years to come. If we make the hard choice to alter the Mass schedule now, it will be beneficial for both parishes and the clergy in the future. Financially speaking, last year we spent $4,500 on stipends for visiting clergy to cover Masses when one priest was either sick or away. By altering the Mass schedule, we could save the parish most of that money. With the current schedule at St. Joseph's and St. Mary's, there are concurrent Saturday vigils at 5 p.m. On Sunday, there is a conflict as well with the 9.30 at St. Mary's and the 10 a.m. here at St. Joseph's, which prevents one priest from being able to offer Mass at the two parishes should an emergency arise. If we make the hard choice to alter the Mass schedule now, it will be fiscally responsible for both parishes and the clergy in the future. Finally, an alteration in the Mass schedule would allow for the parishioners of St. Joseph to get to know each other better. Right now, there are three Masses on a Sunday, and the families who historically attend the 7.30 barely know you at the 10 and probably have never seen the people at the 12, 
With a reduction in mass times, we would be fostering an environment which is more conducive to being a parish family oriented towards communal worship instead of a parish with a few different worshiping factions. In fostering an environment that brings people more closely together, we will be living out the words of Jesus from the Gospel of John when he prays to the Father that they all might be one. A reduction in mass times helps us to be more in line with the Gospel. So here is the proposed adjustment to our mass schedule on the weekends. Starting the first weekend in Advent on December 1st, which is the beginning of the new liturgical year, Mass would be celebrated at 4 p.m. rather than 5 p.m. on Saturday evenings here at St. Joseph's. This has the added benefit of allowing our more senior parishioners who don't like driving in the dark during the winter months to get home while it is still light out. In 2018, the shortest day of the year was sunset was at 5.23 p.m. So if you live less than 22 minutes away, you'll still get home when it's light out. St. Mary's would also push back their Saturday Mass to allow for one priest to be able to say both Masses if the need arises. Sunday morning would move from a schedule that cannot be manned by one priest in an emergency to a more practical schedule of 8 a.m. here at St. Joseph's, 9.30 at St. Mary's, and 11 a.m. here at St. Joseph's. We brought this to the Parish Council and the Parish Liturgy Council earlier in the week, and they voted unanimously for this. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but the two previous Masses have voted 96% in favor. Just saying. <laughs> in the Gospel today, Jesus tells us about being a good steward and being trustworthy with what we have been given. The new Mass schedule would be one concrete way in which our parish was being a good steward with the financial resources, the humanitarian resources, and the clergy resources. Let me just say the hard truth. At least in the short term, it would be easier not to think of a different mass schedule than the one we have gotten used to for all of these years. But we know that circumstances have changed a lot in the last decades, and a schedule that was put in place years ago is simply not sustainable by the fewer clergy who are available today. But the good news is, that by making this change now, which is a hard decision for everyone involved, it will set us up for better parish health in the future. St. Joseph's and St. Mary's have truly become my home, and I love it here, and I want to see our parishes prosper in the future and become even more robust. I am just beginning my priestly ministry, and I love every minute of it, and I want to still have the energy to do it, when I am in my early 70s. But in order to do that, certain decisions need to be made now. St. Paul, in our second reading today, writes, I ask that supplications, prayers, petitions, and thanksgiving be offered for all in authority. So please, pray each day for us, your clergy, the priests and the deacons, who in union with Bishop Nestout, serve St. Joseph's and St. Mary's. There is a survey available today that you can fill out after Mass is over in the Commons so that you will be able to give your feedback as together we consider this decision, which is motivated only by a desire to organize our common life together 
in such a way that we, your priests, will be able to serve you well in a way which is both healthy and sustainable in the long term. No one likes being on a diet, but everyone loves the results. Change is often met with difficulty, but soon an equally enjoyable new normal can be found. Please prayerfully consider these changes and let us know what you think. It's important that we move forward together, not only for the sake of our parish today, but also for all of those who will come after us. I ask everyone also to consider Monsignor's health and the future of my own ministry when giving your feedback. Serving Christ and serving you, the faithful of these parishes, is truly the joy of Monsignor's life and of mine. Each of you and your families are very much in our prayers every day, especially as we approach the altar. As we move forward together as a parish family, I hope that facing this decision will be an opportunity for us to move forward together into the future confidently and with mutual trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever.